Welcome to Earl Stewart on Cars with Earl and Nancy Stewart. Reach them with your questions at 877-960-9960. Here's Earl and Nancy. Good morning, everybody. Well, that was a close call. I looked in the control room and said, is the show on yet? And Colin said yes. And I didn't have my headphones on, so I didn't hear the music. <laughs> I forgot why we were here. Uh, we're, uh, we're here, and we are Earl Stewart on Cars. This is the True Oldies channel. And we are not true oldies, although I am a little elderly, but I'm not a true oldie. Uh, I'm an automobile dealer. I'm a recovering automobile dealer, and my name is Earl. And uh, we're here every Saturday at this time, 8 to 10. We've been doing this not at the same time, but we've been doing this for over 10 years. It's a how-to-do-it show. How to buy a car without being ripped off by a car dealer. Also, how to maintain or repair your car. We're kind of candid. We're to the point, sometimes a little blunt. People sometimes say we're too blunt, mainly car dealers, and a lot of employees of car dealers say that. Uh, but we're all not on a negative show. We have a list of recommended car dealers, and you can access that list by going to www.gooddealerbaddealerlist.com. And we uh, get that list by mystery shopping car dealers. Another reason why we're not very popular with car dealers is we send in a secret shopper Every week, we go into uh, some car dealership in South Florida. We're undercover, pretend to buy or lease a car, talk to the salesman, usually the sales manager, sometimes the finance manager. Uh, we, uh, we tell it like it is. We name names. We name car dealerships. We tell you who the sales manager was. We tell you what the sales manager said, what the salesman said. We respond to advertisements sometimes, and we let you know if you can buy a car at that dealership for the advertised price. Sometimes we go in as Costco members. We did that uh, last week, this week actually, and uh, we're going to be doing a lot of that. We have a what you could call a, well, expose, exposure. It's kind of like a, what is it, a uh, investigative reporting thing. Expose. Yeah, expose. We have found out that the Costco auto buying program, number one, isn't really run by Costco. It's run by a company called the Alliance Development Group in San Diego. Affinity. Affinity. Affinity, I'm sorry. Affinity. Uh, Point is, nobody ever heard of it. Whether it's Alliance or Affinity, you haven't heard of it. You've heard of Costco. And the reason Costco uh, is involved is because Costco has got a sterling name. They have a name that you just say Costco, it's like saying Apple. You know, trust, transparency, honesty, low prices. So the Affinity Development Corporation... Nancy, do you have it's to go like to saying room? Consumer Report. Oh yes, Consumer Reports is another example of a sterling. You trust automatically. It's all if, you, if somebody says this came out of Consumer Reports, it's the Bible. You believe it. Yeah. The Bible is another another yeah. thing with a good brand. Yeah. So, uh, but the Affinity Development Group is not. They call themselves the Costco Auto Buying Program. And we find out there's a lot left to be desired: transparency and honesty. We shopped a car dealership. Uh, day before yesterday, actually. Uh, it was West Palm Beach Kia, I'll tell you that much. And we went in, and we were actually under the disguise of a real Costco member. But before I get too specific, let's go on about what the show is all about. I, w- I was going to say that it isn't all about buying or leasing a car. It's also about maintaining and repairing. And it's an inf- informative show. We've got Rick Kearney sitting next to me. Rick is a certified diagnostic master technician. And he knows all about how to fix cars and maintain cars, or repair anything. He's he's really good. He's been doing it for 20 plus years. He goes to school all the time, 
Uh, he's always taking an online class. Sometimes he leaves town to go to school. Uh, the technology on new vehicles now is exploding. When we come into this studio every week, one of the first things we usually chit-chat about before the show starts is, hey, did you hear about the new thing that cars can do now? We're talking about a car that can use your app or your Apple phone watch to start it. Uh, you can uh, open, close the windows. You can turn the air conditioning on. Every week, there's an exploding technology. So that's the reason Rick has to go to school all the time. And I defy you to come up with a question about your car that he cannot answer. And sitting next to Rick is Nancy Stewart, my wife, my co-host, and Nancy is our female advocate. She's a strong advocate for women's rights, and uh, if you don't think that women are being discriminated against, you've never heard of hashtag me too. I used to call it pound sign me too, and my son said that's for old guys. <laughs> it's hashtag me too, and that's what the ladies are talking about because they have been pushed around a lot. Uh, one of the things they get pushed around about is positions in employment. I read an article in the paper this morning that in the Fortune 500 companies, how many women do you think are the CEOs? How many women do you think lead Fortune 500 companies? Anybody, any guesses? 5%. Not enough. You're close. 3%. Okay, you're all close. 4.6%. Ooh. I win. Y you did. Yeah, 4.6%. Give that man a Cupid doll. And you know, it seems uh, it seems pretty low. But things are getting better mm -hmm. for women mm -hmm. in this male-dominated, I'm not going to say the male-dominated uh, sales force in the auto industry, but, you know, the whole spectrum of mm -hmm. things. Mm -hmm. Women are, you know, com becoming uh, stronger, mm -hmm. and they're being put in these positions uh, that uh, they never were in before. So uh, things are getting a little better. Well, you're going to be speaking uh, before a women's group tomorrow, aren't you, Nancy? Yes, we will be at the uh, Valencia uh, in Valencia. What is it? Valencia Falls. Valencia Shores. Valencia Shores. I was going to call it Valencia Shores. Valencia Shores Women's Club Shores. in Boynton. Yes, it's in Boynton, yeah. and uh, we're going to be there uh, tomorrow morning. That's and right. uh, I'll be talking to the ladies. Rick Kearney will be there. I'll be there. Yes. And Nancy will be talking to a, a group of women. And we're going to be talking about what you can do to make your life a little easier when you're buying or leasing a car or maintaining or repairing your car. Unfortunately, women have a little tougher task of that, partly because there's very few women employed at car dealerships. I mean, if there's only 4.6 CEOs in the Fortune 500, you walk into a car dealership, oftentimes you never see a woman. And uh, Salesforce, the, uh, the uh, service department, the parts department, uh, you see more women in the accounting department because that's where women are supposed to be, right? That's the way it's been looked at for so many years. There are certain jobs that women can't perform, men say. Suddenly, I'm starting to see women SEALs. I'm seeing women pilots. Uh, we flew from the Bahamas to West Palm Beach with a woman pilot not too long ago. Right. So women are coming along. We want to help that, and we also want to help you women out there make it easier for you when you come in to buy a car. This is what the show is all about. Nancy? Yes, and if you just tuned in, you're listening to Earl Stewart. Uh, Earl Stewart on cars right here at 95.9, 106.9 FM. And you are in a very important part of the show. And we want to thank you for tuning in. Give us a call. We'd love to hear from you. 877-960-9960. Or if you're a little bashful, text us. 772-497-6530. 
back to the recovering car dealer. I'm going to repeat those numbers at the risk of boring our regular listeners who probably have the number either memorized or written down in front of them. Those of you who don't have the number memorized or written down, please write it down, unless, of course, you're driving. Please don't write anything down while you're driving. The uh, audio number, the number you can call us on and speak to us is 877-960-9960. That's 877-960-9960. Text. We get a lot of text. Mm -hmm. Texts are kind of nice because if you're doing something, you can text us and we get to it, maybe not right away, but in five minutes or, you know, we get to it pretty quick. The text number is 772-497-6530. That's area code 772-497-6530. And if we miss it, we'll get it next week. It goes right to my son Stu's cell phone, his Apple cell phone. Seven, oh, it goes to his Mac, Mac computer. Mm-hmm. By the way, I forgot to talk about my son. My son Stu, Earl Douglas Stewart III, I'm Earl Douglas Stewart Jr., by the way. But Stu Stewart is our cyber guy. And we are really having a strong impact with communicating digitally. And we are just talking about YouTube a few minutes ago. Uh, We're taking clips of this show, and we're posting it on YouTube, on the YouTube channel. And we're getting hundreds and maybe thousands of views. So we're getting a great amount of uh, awareness, not just from our blog, which is posted online. It's posted on Facebook. Uh, you can access the blog at EarlOnCars.com, EarlStewartOnCars.com. Take your pick. We have hundreds, hundreds of those blogs mm-hmm. with YouTube. But Stu's also doing tweets, Instagrams. Uh, you don't do Snapchat, do you? Not really. That's for the Because the Snapchat disappears right after you exactly. post it. Exactly. You so can do a story, and you can watch it, a little video vignette. Yeah. Yeah, but on YouTube, the easiest way to find us is just to search Earl on Cars on YouTube. Okay, yeah, and our channel will come up. You see all the videos there. Now, will it come up if they do it on their smartphone, or do they? Yeah, have, oh, they you, will. Yeah, okay. you can do it on your phone, on your computer. Um, it's really easy. Um, I was going to give you the address, but just go on the YouTube and search Earl on Cars. Earl on Cars, yeah. and you can find the YouTube channel. Our our most recent postings, and our postings, by the way, uh, I have to mention. Jonathan, who is our technical advisor, our cyber advisor, he's waving at us from the control room. He's doing an incredibly good job of getting us into cyberspace, especially on the YouTube. He's got all the cameras set up. We used to be without camera. Now I'm looking at myself. We're live. scary. I should have gone. I should have spent more time in makeup this morning. You look great. Ah. Anyway, (laughs) uh, the video is magic. The video is magic. And don't take what I look like. For, I'm really a lot smarter than I look, that, I promise that, you. That's why I keep backing the camera <laughs> up from you. Uh, yeah. We're live right now on Facebook. So if you go to Facebook.com yeah. slash Earl on Cars, Facebook.com slash Earl D. Stewart, or just if you're Earl's Facebook friend, member of the International Sunrise Club, it's live on his page too. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, Sunrise Club members. Every morning, Nancy and I do a live Facebook video of the sunrise. Didn't have one this morning. Too cloudy. But every morning, Nancy and I are out on that beach and we're videoing the sunrise. So I can't tell you exactly what time. It was at 6.30 this morning. Yeah, it was early. Yeah, really I'm in charge of crowd control. Yes, she is. Absolutely. (laughs) So Facebook, uh, but but let's go back to the YouTube for a minute. These YouTubes that Jonathan was so, uh, he captured them, uh, the good part of what we were talking about with respect to the Costco thing. Costco, to me, is a great expose because Costco is literally Nancy and my favorite retail store. 
We go into Costco almost every week. We order online from Costco. Why? Because Costco will not mark up their prices more than 15%. Sometimes they're marked up a lot less. story I remember about Costco is they had some Italian-style pants that flew off the shelves. Flew off the shelves. I don't remember the price, but I'm going to say there were 50 bucks a pair of men's pants. And uh, they ran out. Now, the manufacturing company from whom Costco buys directly is in Italy somewhere. They cut the prices to Costco by 25%. Now, there's a windfall for Costco, right? Why? Because they know that the pants sell so fast, they couldn't keep them in stock, so they ordered a whole other batch, thousands, probably hundreds of thousands of pairs, with the Costco's all over the United States. Now, did they sell them at the same price, which they knew they would fly off the shelves for? No. They reduced the price by the amount the price was reduced to them by the manufacturer by 25%. That story has stuck with me ever since. I always remember that about Costco. Uh, the other thing I always remember about Costco, you can get a roasted chicken for $4.99. I can't forget that. I cannot forget that. Every time I hear about people starving to death, I think about, I gotta tell them that they can buy a chicken for four ninety nine that'll feed three people. Or a hot dog for 99 cents. Yeah. Oh, no, it's a buck, ha- buck well, and a half. Well, you know, you know I don't wanna rain on your parade. Uh-huh. You do uh, it all the time. But, but uh, uh, Please, that was, <laughs> that was supposed to be funny. We are live, Stu so you live. Could, if you're watching live, you could have seen that look. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right on my parade, honey. Okay. It's still uh, there if you want to tune in now. Uh, yeah. Back to uh, a serious subject on Costco. Uh, that was a beautiful story that you shared. Uh, my story isn't so beautiful. Uh, whenever I want to go and I want to uh, go to my computer and I want to start ordering products from Costco, there are some products that are marked up. And it is shocking that they are marked up like they are. And you and I sat together, and we realized that. We checked out the prices. You had even asked me uh, for the receipt from the last time we were. Let let, let me clarify that, because that wasn't the Costco website we were on. Well, we were on Amazon. Exactly. So Amazon Amazon. is uh, known for doing that. Costco doesn't do that. Costco does not mark up their prices. Uh, They will not mark up any price over 15%. So what I do... And this sounds like a commercial for Costco. It's not. Maybe I'm feeling guilty because I've attacked Costco. Yes. And I'm trying to make up for that. But the fact of the matter is, if I see a product on Amazon, if I see a product at Target or or uh, Walmart, yeah. I go to Costco. If Costco has it, I buy it from them because it's always less. It's always lower priced. Anyway, Costco is an icon of integrity and transparency to me, and I have said that and I made it clear. Costco has, uh, what is the word, ordained uh, a company called the Affinity. Is it Affinity, Stu? Yep. Affinity. Affinity um, uh, Group. Uh, they are a development group. And they are a marketing company in San Diego, California. And what they do is they find other companies with, with uh, honest, transparent, well-known brands like Costco, like Apple. Uh, you mentioned uh, Consumer Reports. I mean, you all know the, the companies out there you trust. And then they go to them and they say, let us market a product for you. And if you pay us a piece of the action of what you get charged the ultimate consumer for. it. So car dealers pay uh, Costco a fee. Uh, what is it, around $1,500 a month to? 
uh, per warehouse, eleven hundred dollars per warehouse. Eleven hundred dollars per warehouse. So for every Costco store you represent, you have to pay Costco. The car dealer does eleven hundred dollars. We re- we represent. My dealership represents three, so we get we pay them three thousand three hundred dollars a month for the purpose of them telling their members if you want to buy a car from Earl Stewart Toyota, then Earl Stewart Toyota is a Costco approved member. And what does that say to the customer? Integrity, transparency, honesty, a low price. Now, what Costco doesn't know, I hopefully uh, they don't know it, is that the Alliance Development Group, also known as the Costco Auto Buying Program, is playing games with the Costco brand name. And when you go into a Costco dealer, they're adding dealer fees, they're adding dealer installed accessories to the Costco price. And that is the reason that we have really raised a furor. And I finally back to what started this rant with the YouTube that we posted on, uh, on, on the internet, and we have almost a thousand views on, I think, bo- both of the YouTube uh, videos that we posted. So you can go to that YouTube video and hear the whole, the whole story about Costco and the uh, Affinity uh, Development Corporation. I don't know why I want to keep saying Alliance Affinity Development Corporation, and uh, and you will see that. Uh, How many? Please. We have a caller. His name is Frank, and he's calling from Jupiter Farms. Welcome to the show, Frank. Hey, Frank. Well, good morning, Nancy. Good morning, Earl, and all the rest of the gang. Um, I got to tell you, I I absolutely enjoy listening to your show, as I found out there's many more people than myself. But we'll get to that. Over the last few weeks, you've been talking about the lease deals and the small print. Mm -hmm. And so last night, I came home from and I had on the evening news, on a 30-minute newscast, there were six different ads for six different car companies, um, $169 a month, $129 a month. And then, you're right, it's on there for one second or less. <laughs> mm-hmm. But by freezing your v- DVR, you can read the fine print, if they even put the fine print. Mm-hmm. I had pictures on my phone I was going to send in, but I'm getting ready to make a drive down to Miami. So anyway, long story short... Only one actually came up with all the different fees. Yes, it's like three or three thousand dollars down, or twenty nine ninety nine. God knows it not it's three thousand. It's twenty nine ninety nine mm-hmm. plus dealers' fees, plus this, plus that. And then they had the caveat saying, um, if you don't like what you saw, it could be a, a, a misprint, and we don't stand by any misprints. <laughs> so, um, but it was it was remarkable as far as just like you said. I mean, and if people have a DVR, it's it's fun. I mean, I sat there last night. Um, reading all these different little commercials that, and most of them now don't even give the details. They just say you got to see the dealer. Exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's what we have to do on the mystery shopping reports, Frank. Is you have to freeze frame uh, what it's on there. And the amazing thing is, everybody sees that, and this is fairly common. It's not at all uncommon. Uh, you know, the, the the Federal Trade Commission people see it. Uh, the legislators and federal and state legislators see it. Uh, the state attorneys. Everybody sees this fine print. And these auto commercials, and this is not auto, it's all the retailers. And they, wh- why waste the time of putting the fine print on there when you can't read it? It's, it's actually uh, just a total joke uh, until someone like you or, or me freeze frames it and reads it and realizes it is the ultimate deception. 
and everybody's playing along, everybody's playing the game, and nobody wants to say that the emperor has no clothes. So we're saying, you know, the emperor has no clothes. The advertisers that are supposed to be regulated by the Federal Trade Commission and all the other federal and state regulators are just not doing their job. And the big question is, why aren't they doing their job? Yeah, very true. Um, now, to a very positive, quick thing. The other night, I was invited to a free dinner. Okay, free is for me. It was mm-hmm. a, um, a wealth seminar, at which point um, the speaker was very articulate and very nice. Mm-hmm. And then you got to the point where you bring 100000 we invest the whole 100000 I don't get $100 fees. I don't get 1000 in fees. I just don't get fees. And um, at which point I couldn't help myself. And I raised my <laughs> hand. And I said, well, you should use the slogan, there are no dealer fees. <laughs> and someone in the, in the audience said, oh, that's Earl Stewart. I said, you're right, it's Earl Stewart. At which point, this group of about 20-something people, half of them recognize your name, uh-huh. your dealership. And even the more ironic thing, at the end of the show, this couple of ladies came, well, your voice, are you Earl Stewart? You sound like Earl Stewart. <laughs> and I go, geez, I didn't know I could make an impression on these old people so well. Well, frankly, so, um, you made you, my You have day, a very right? good rapport out there. There's a lot of people listening. And I told them about your show, so you're probably going to be getting a lot of calls today. Wonderful. Um, because we shall see. Well, Frank, um, that's On great. another note, and I'll be real quick. I'll take your time. Um, we, we, I went we over to um, Schumacher on Thursday. They had a, a little veterans appreciation thing where they had some Navy SEALs down, and they had some snacks. And it was interesting. We were in there and, uh-huh. and um, actually met Ashley Schumacher. I guess she's taken over some. And, and when I mentioned your name, um, they thought well of you. And I said, you know, actually, Earl thinks pretty well of your dealership. Not so much as the one across the street called Napleton. And they all had a good laugh about that. <laughs> so you're very well received in the, in, the, in, the, in the public's eye. And what you're doing is very noteworthy. And, oh, by the way, I was the one who sent you the picture of that dog that was just before he was going to be put down two days later. Oh, yeah. That little uh, beagle on the way home with that look on his eyes of the master driving in Ohio. Bless your heart, uh, yeah. I think you uh, talked about that picture last week. Yeah, but, yeah, we talked about Big Dog Ranch at that um, investment thing, too. So hopefully some people are going there. But having said that, i got to get going because i got to make a long drive. Okay, Frank. But keep uh, up the good uh, work. I really enjoy your show. And you thanks got, again. you got to do me a favor. Please call every week because we love you. You're very articulate. You're very smart. And you're very observant. Anybody that go to the trouble to freeze frame the fine print on an automobile commercial is my kind of guy. So please call again. <laughs> Thank you so much, well, Frank. Well, I, I, I truly, real quick, I truly enjoy that one lady that calls from up north. Um, oh, Tina, Tina. Tina from Bonita Springs. Tina, yes. Oh, uh, she is articulate. My goodness. You should, you should have her and I go around and do some mystery shopping. They wouldn't know either one of us. We could just tear them apart. That's a great, great idea. idea. We'll take you up I'll, on that. Great we'll, idea, We will Frank. take you up. We're looking for mis- more mystery shoppers, so thanks for the uh, offer. And, Frank, yeah, yeah. if you're serious, yes, ma'am. Uh, please leave your contact information with uh, Colin, uh, who's at the controls, and uh, we'll get you out there, get you shopping. Oh, <laughs> oh that I, I, I will take you up on that, absolutely. All righty. Thank you so Thank much. You. Yes. Have a great weekend. You too. Bye-bye. 877-960-9960. And uh, we've got a lot of callers out there. Hopefully they're going to call in. Frank <coughs> is a great caller. He mentioned another great caller, Tina. 877-960-9960. Or you can text us at 
6530. The text number is 772-497-6530. Speaking of callers, we would really appreciate Costco members to call. This is going to be kind of a Costco show. I believe we have a lot of Costco executives watching, probably a lot of uh, Affinity Development Corporation, Costco Water Buying Program members watching. And uh, we, we really would like to hear from the horse's mouth. I had a, a Facebook friend who bought a car at Costco and uh, said that the Costco buying experience was quite, uh, quite good. And he, he always uses the Costco auto buying program. He's bought his last six cars through the Costco auto buying program. I asked him the question. This dialogue is all on Facebook. I said, when you, when you bought it, did you see the official Costco member price sheet? He said, no, I never asked for it. And this is the point that I made to the Costco folks that I've talked to, both the Costco parent company and the Affinity Development Corporation, Costco Auto Buying Program. And I told them that most of the people that are buying cars through the Costco program are not seeing the sheet. Typically, the um, purchase or the contact is made by phone to the dealership. The uh, person will call the dealership and say, I'm a Costco member. Uh, I understand you have special pricing for Costco members. They say, we sure do. Come right in. And that's usually the extent of the, the way the Costco members are buying cars. Unfortunately, when that happens, there's a lot can go wrong. Number one, somebody who is not an official Costco, Costco representative will take that customer and, and make a lot of money on them and sell them the car for much, much, much more than the Costco price. Um, sometimes, if the Costco member does get hold of the person, they don't take the time to show them the price sheet. And if you do see the price sheet, you don't take the time to read the fine print. You just heard Frank from Jupiter Farms talking about the fine print. The Costco Auto Buying Program member sheet, member sheet has a lot of fine print on it, too. So we'd love to hear from you Costco members. Now, uh, if you bought a car through the Costco Auto Buying Program, you would really be doing us a favor here at Earl Street on Cars if you would take the time to call the show and relate your experience. You'll be talking not just to us and the other normal listeners to Earl Stone and Cars, you'll be talking to Costco, because I feel sure if, they don't, if they're not listening to the show right now, they're probably going to listen to the podcast uh, or the YouTube rendition. This, this show is recorded, and I know that there will be several Costco executives and Affinity executives that will be watching this show listening to this show so you can be heard uh i'm not putting down costco i said earlier in the show just tuned in costco is an amazing company i love costco i mean i think costco uh, i think all companies should price their products treat their customers the way costco does but costco is affiliating themselves with a group that is not doing the right thing by you the costco members love to hear from you uh i made this offer last week i'll make it again this week uh, for, let's let's make it for the first 10 callers, Costco members. Now, we'll ask you to verify your membership information with uh, Colin in the control room after the call. And if you're an official Costco member and we verify it and you call the show and you mention uh, your auto buying experience that you bought a car through Costco, good or bad, my guess is it'll be good. I think what you'll find out is you had a pleasant experience. Well, you didn't know some things, and that's what we're trying to expose. We're going to think that you didn't know, probably, 
that the Costco dealer added his dealer fee or fees to the Costco member price. We're probably, you probably didn't know that the Costco dealer added dealer installed accessory prices to the Costco member price. We also believe you're not going to realize that you didn't see the price sheet or speak to the Costco representative. So, call and tell us about your good or bad experience if you're a Costco member, and I will donate $100 to your favorite charity. Um, you can, if you don't want to name your favorite charity, you don't have a favorite charity, uh, then I will donate it to Big Dog Ranch Rescue. $100 to the first 10 Costco members who have bought a car through the Costco Auto Buy Program, $100 cash to your charity or to Big Dog Ranch Rescue if you would choose to donate it to my charity. And uh, that's an offer to entice you to call Help Yourself, Help Us, Help all the listeners, help all Costco members, and help Costco. Because when Costco hears from you, you hear it from the horse's mouth. When they hear your, their members calling Earl Stewart on cars and talking about their Costco buying experience, it's going to get their attention. And the ultimate purpose of all this is to change the way Costco administers the program through the uh, affinity group, which is not being done properly. The Costco price should be the price you pay plus government fees only. Out-the-door price plus government fees only. No dealer fees, no dealer installed accessories. Not happening that way, Costco executives at the listing. Not happening that way. So Costco members, I'll say it one more time, 100 bucks cash to your favorite charity if you bought a car through the Costco program and you call the show and relate to your experience. Uh, the numbers are 877-960-9960. Write the number down, please. Think about it. 877-960-9960 and you can text us at 772-497-6530 that's text 772-497-6530 we'd sure like to hear from you turn it over to Nancy Stewart my co-host here what do you got to talk about Nancy oh, thank you very much well, <coughs> uh, I'd like to extend an invitation to Michael, who called last week, and he shared his story with us about Costco, and uh, we'd love to talk to you again, so if you're listening, Michael, give us a call. And uh, also, just a, r a reminder, if you're unable to listen to our live show or you want to listen to any other past shows, you can always subscribe to the Earl Stewart on Cars podcast on your smartphone, uh, your smartphone or your tablet, uh, using the following podcast apps: Apple App Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, Pocket Cast, and Overcast. And if you would like to watch highlights from our show, go to YouTube.com/slash Earl and Cars. And uh, also, for you ladies that are listening, the first two new lady callers. $50 for each one of you. So give us a call. We want to thank you very much for listening to Earl Stewart on Cars on a Saturday morning. I know you got a whole lot to do, and we appreciate your dedication. 877-960-9960, or you can text us at 772-497-6530. Now back to the recovering car dealer. 
I didn't want to frighten off our regular listeners. I know I'm getting pretty excited about this Costco issue. So don't get me wrong. We welcome any callers for any reason. We don't talk as much about repairs and maintenance as we should. And that's the reason that we have Rick Kearney here because he can answer about all your questions. You only buy a car every four or five years, but you maintain your car all the time. You repair your car, unfortunately, sometimes. And you need to know how not to be taken advantage of. There are a lot of car dealers out there, and there are a lot of independent shops. The independent shops have um, problems. And uh, I'll tell you one little issue I'll throw out at you that you probably didn't know. Every time you have your car repaired, the shop that repaired it has a little dealer fee at the bottom of the invoice. You know you pay a dealer fee, at least if you listen to the show, you know you pay a dealer fee when you buy a car. Did you know that you're paying a little bitty dealer fee compared to the big one when you buy one? You're paying a smaller dealer fee when you have your car repaired or serviced. It's at the bottom of the invoice. They don't tell you what it is. There's no disclosure. It has various names like dealer fees. The various names are hazardous waste disposal fee, uh, miscellaneous fee, uh, small tools, uh, Nuts, uh, bolts, and shop fees. Shop fees. Uh, it's it limited only by the imagination of the service department. Environmental fees. Environmental fees. Envir- yeah, environmental. Exactly. Uh, we have another caller. Uh, he's calling from Wellington, and that is Jerry. Welcome to the show, Jerry. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, I have a question for Rick. Okay. We have two Priuses, and uh, one is an 06 and one is a 12. Okay. And I've I've discovered that uh, if I am traveling, say, uh, 45 miles an hour, and I'm coming up to a red light, if I put the gear shift in the B position, it will slow the car down, I don't use the brakes, and it'll charge the battery sooner. Now, am I doing any harm? Mm -mm. Absolutely not. Uh, Have you ever driven in the mountains ever? You know, been up north. Uh, okay. right? Long time ago. <laughs> okay, you know, you know those times when you're coming down the side of a mountain, and if you were driving a stick shift and you wanted to slow the car to keep it under control coming down a long hill, you would downshift the car and let the engine. It's called engine braking, and it lets the motive force of the engine help slow the car down. Um, same thing with an automatic transmission. The computer for the automatic transmission would automatically downshift the car to help slow the car without really affecting the way the, uh, without using your brakes or affecting the way the car runs. It just uses that drag to help slow it down. Well, one other quick comparison. Do you remember blue roof season after the hurricanes when everybody had their generators up and running? And you plugged in something heavy-duty on that generator, and you heard the generator kind of bog down? Oh, yes. All right. Well, that's exactly what your Prius is doing. It's actually putting a heavy draw on the electric motors that are acting as a generator and creating a huge amount of power back to the battery. And at the same time, because your wheels are turning to spin that generator, it creates a drag, and it slows the car down. So it's using that kinetic energy of the car driving to create electricity and slow the car at the same time and it's called regenerative braking. It costs you nothing to do it, does absolutely no damage, and gives you free electricity to drive the car on. That's good to know. It's actually a feature designed into the car and it's a fantastic thing to have. Right. I'm I'm surprised no one ever mentions that uh, when you're buying it. 
Good point, Jerry. Nobody it, knows it should what be, the B means. should be talked about yep. more because it's one of the major features of, uh, of a hybrid vehicle. I, pre- I drive a Prius. Thank you for telling me what that B means. No, I knew what it meant, but you're right. It, nobody talks about it because it's yep. really not used that much, I guess, in yeah. Florida. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, thank you very much. Thank Bye. you, Jerry. Bless you, sir. Mm-hmm. Bye. I believe we had a... Uh, uh, we had one of uh, Alan Napier went into the Nissan dealership and yeah. talking about uh, the new a Leaf, yeah, with a new model Leaf. And I don't. What are, what are the details about that? That's a they have an e-pedal uh, mode that goes in where you can drive without using a brake pedal. So it kind of works like a, a toy electric car. You take off the accelerator and it stops the car. Yeah. And um, but I think the discussion was. Are they getting rid of the, of the brake pedal altogether? They're not. They're just. It's just a kind of a, a neat way to drive the car. So basically, basically, you could just if you don't coast, which you don't want to coast with necessarily with electric. You can't coast with an electric motor. So if you're on the electric motor and you depress the accelerator, you engage the electric motor instead of hitting the brake. You slow down. Just you yeah. know, lower your. You slowly take your foot off the accelerator. Well, if you take this. Uh, Foot, your foot off the accelerator suddenly what happens i think the the computer knows what you're doing it's not going to s- stop the car suddenly yeah but it reminds me of, of a video game more like it than, than driving a yeah. car interesting we've got a text uh and i i'm so happy to have a text as our first text uh, this morning and i'm going to give that text number out again just to be sure you all have it write it down if you don't have anything to text us about right now you will before 10 o'clock rolls around i'm sure text number is area code seven Seven two, area code seven seven two, four nine seven, six five three zero, seven seven two four nine seven, six five three zero. Here's a text I just received. Uh, as a Costco member, I thought I was actually being represented by Costco, not the Affinity Development Company. This caused me to let my guard down, and I can see why. When dealing with their dealers, I feel this is deceptive. Uh, the Costco affinity relationship should be clearly stated up front. Of course, of course. And this is, to me, the ultimate deception here is allowing your name to be used. You know, there's nothing more important to a company or to an individual than their name. And when you lend your name out, you should be sure who you lend it to. You lend, it, you lend your name to the wrong company or the wrong person. Uh, it doesn't. It takes a long time to build a reputation. There's somebody that made this. This is a quote. I'm paraphrasing a quote, but something like I, th- I think uh, it takes you 40 years or 50 years to build a reputation, and only one day to tear it down. And if you loan your name, which Costco did to the Affinity Development Corporation, uh, you're taking a big chance. That's the reason. I guess I'm excited about this. I always use Costco as an example when I'm talking to car dealers. And I'm talking about retailing and the ethics and honesty and transparency. I say, look at Costco. And suddenly, I find out what's going on with Costco. I hope and pray that Costco has no knowledge of this. You know, there's something we've heard, uh, you hear it in the, uh, in the news all the time, plausible deniability. You know, you have uh, somebody high up in government. I won't name any names, but somebody high up in government. And suddenly... That person's accused of something really bad, and but he didn't do it. Somebody down the the the, the, the pecking order, some down someone down the, the organizational chart did it. Now the question is, did the, the the top guy know what the guy in the middle or the guy on the bottom was doing? What did he know, and when did he know it? What did he know, and when did he know it? And Harry Truman, we were talking about this in the car, Nancy and I on the way to work. 
on the way to work, on the way to the, the show. This is work. This is fun. And we said, Harry Truman, the buck stops here. Yep. So Costco is Harry Truman. And Costco, the buck stops with you. You loaned your name to the Affinity Development Corporation. Okay, I have a question for yes. you. I'm going to interrupt you. <clears throat> uh, I'd like to know how long the uh, Affinity Development Group has been associated with Costco's car buying program. I'm going to guess 1992. 1992. And today we're talking about it. Last week we talked about it. Mm -hmm. Answer this question. How many consumers know that they are buying through the Affinity Development? Very few. Well, no, we have no. one with one texter who clearly didn't know. I'm going to say nobody knew. We didn't know. I just knew. I, 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 I had it, an idea. We knew it wasn't Costco directly. What I thought was it was a subsidiary. I thought, I thought it was part of Costco. But, you know, big corporations have, like, car dealerships. They have a parts department. They have a service department. They have a, a, a new car sales department. Uh, Walmart has got separate departments, sure. and sometimes yeah. they're wholly owned subsidiaries. Uh, my company has some wholly owned subsidiaries. I never had, uh, I never knew that the company that was administering and responsible for the Costco Automobile program has no, no relationship with Costco other than apparently some kind of a contract. And I don't even know that they got a contract. Uh, <clears throat> here's a question: uh, Why has it been such a well? hidden secret uh, why why hasn't there been some kind of uh, exposure uh, for the affinity development group uh, why why has it been talked about well, affinity, why doesn't the consumer know the affinity development group that's what they do in other words they are an unknown company in San Diego and they go to uh, I don't know who they go to. I know they go to Costco, but they have a lot of other clients. Costco is not the only client of the Affinity Development I'm sure. I'm so sure. they go to somebody that has uh, a good name. They could go to Apple. They could go to Nordstrom's. They could go to any company. And they say, here's a proposal for you. Mm -hmm. We will put an additional $5 million or $2 million in the bank for you mm -hmm. every year, every month, whatever it may be. And we will market this product, mm -hmm. and we want your name. We want to use your name to market this product. They could be selling oranges. Mm -hmm. They could be selling Costco sure. oranges. Sure. The Affinity Development Group says, this is a Costco orange. Mm -hmm. And then Costco gets 25 cents on the dollar, and they get 75 cents at the Affinity Development. So that's what they do. They, they, it's a very smart plan. They I'm know sure. brands, <coughs> brands sell. Transparency, honesty, integrity. Brand sells. Yeah. When I buy an Apple product, I know I'm probably paying a little bit too much. Uh, when I go into Nordstrom's, I I know I'm I, I'm sure I'm paying a little bit too much. Uh, there are a lot of stores that you go to that you pay a little bit more than you would, and you and you take the brand. Costco is, is you have your quality and low price too. Costco is the ultimate company yeah. because they have the low price and the quality and the integrity. Yeah, I, I feel that this uh, <clears throat> this here is a real can of worms that's been opened and uh, you talk about affinity and uh, them being, you know, uh, way in, uh, I don't know, a well-kept secret. Uh, affinity is being very well compensated 
uh, whether they're with well, I Costco, presume. I whether they're with Nordstrom's, whether they're uh, over at, uh, at the pet shop, they're being very well compensated. I presume they are. And uh, there's no transparency. Yeah. Well, let's still get a call here. We need to have someone call us. <coughs> and we, I, again, we, um, we're so focused on this Costco thing. Call us for any reason. Call us to say hi. And you ladies out there, 50 bucks, cold cash. If you haven't called the, snow, the show before, if you haven't called Earl Stone Cars and you're female, 50 bucks. That's just to encourage women to call. We want women participants. First of all, your sharpest attack, uh, our, arguably our best caller, Tina from Bonita Springs, knows more about cars, retailing, buying, leasing, maintaining, repairing. She's extremely well-read, extremely smart. So we want more female buyers and uh, female callers. So please call 877-960-9960, 50 bucks cash if you haven't called the show before. And I repeat my offer to Costco members who bought a car, 100 bucks to your favorite charity, 100 bucks. And if you don't have a favorite charity, we'll big it, give it to Big Dog Ranch Rescue. By the way, Big Dog Ranch Rescue as long as I have to maintain my continuity here, is the largest no-kill shelter in Florida. Uh, we have over 500 dogs available for adoption. We're located on Okeechobee Boulevard West in uh, Loxahatchee Groves. That's a mouthful, Loxahatchee Groves. And uh, we have some excellent dogs out there. We have small dogs, too. We say Big Dog Ranch, but we also have little bitty dogs. We've got a lot of chihuahuas, truly. We have chihuahuas. Mid-sized dogs. We have mid-sized. Uh, just like all car dealers. We have large. Crossover dogs. Crossover dogs. Most of them are crossovers. <laughs> yeah. And these dogs, by the way, are extremely well cared for. Uh, they're, they're neutered. Uh, they're, uh, they've gone through a quarantine. Uh, they're dewormed. They're, they're, they have no physical maladies. If they have any uh, habits, bad habits, uh, we train them. These dogs are, they've gone through... Uh, screening like you've never seen a dog be screened before. They're all good dogs, and they have a guarantee. It's amazing. You they know, do. it's really amazing the dogs that come through the dealership and uh, how behaved they are. Yeah. Uh, and you take into consideration the history of the dogs and where they've been. For instance, Puerto Rico, you know, in the storms and Victims hurricanes hurricane. and, exactly. you know, or the uh, maybe abuse. Uh, but it's it's an amazing uh, charity uh, if, uh, if you haven't heard of it. And it's the Big Dog Ranch, and we've been partnered with it for, oh, I'd say just about three years. Check and out our uh, website, Big very, Dog Ranch Rescue, www.bdrr.org. Yeah. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you didn't get a chance to read Earl's column, uh, I'm telling you, you've got to pick up the Hometown News or the Florida Weekly because it is a very interesting, very interesting column. And the column is Costco's auto buying program, Costco's Achilles heel. Great read. And there's so many other columns that you can read at Earl on Cars. Uh, Back to the recovering car dealer. 877-960-9960. 877-960-9960. We're not getting as many calls as we normally do. Do you know why? <laughs> why is that, Nancy? <laughs> They're all watching. Harry and Megan. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I thought they were already married. <laughs> About an hour ago, I think. Oh, I think so, yeah. <laughs> That's going to go on all day. <laughs> is that right? Do the women have to wear those silly hats? I mean, there's some I very beautiful women. I read an interesting article about it. 
but I'm not going to talk about it now. <laughs> okay. You know, I was almost <laughs> tempted to wear my hat. Exactly. I have that. I have a hat that I wear on Mother's Day. I wear uh, Easter, and it's. Uh, you make fun of me. Do you but look like Pippa. Uh, Pippa, that's a compliment. Thank you. I'll <laughs> take that. Ladies and gentlemen, again, thank you for listening. Give us a call. Prove me wrong. You're not listening, and you're not watching the royal wedding. Eight seven seven nine six zero ninety nine sixty, or you can text us at seven seven two. Four nine seven six five three zero. Here's a serious issue that uh, we should talk about, and I've talked about it at length for about two years. The Takata airbag. I was really uh, not surprised, but uh, it was really kind of saddening to learn that Florida is number one in deaths, injuries, and instances of the Takata airbag. The Takata airbag failures occur in Florida more so than any other state. Not surprising, consider our heat and humidity. And uh, if you've been on an island somewhere, if you have uh, been out of town somewhere and haven't heard about the Takata airbag thing, it's a terrible situation. Uh, auto manufacturer by the name of Takata, Japanese, obviously, uh, since bankrupt, once the, um, the word got out that they were building um, time bombs instead of airbags, they're basically airbags with unstable accelerant in the inflator, uh, something called ammonium nitrate that in high heat humidity conditions blows up, blows up in your face, kills a lot of people. And in Florida it's happening more than uh, any other state. So why isn't uh, there something being done about it? Why doesn't Governor Rick Scott put out an executive order making it illegal to sell a car with a defective Takata airbag? I mean that's a no-brainer, right? Uh, Senator uh, Scott, who he wants to be, Governor Rick Scott, wants to be Senator Scott. If you want to be Senator and you want some votes, why don't you tell the citizens of Florida that you're going to make it illegal for a car dealer to sell you a car that can kill them? I mean, that'd be a nice start, wouldn't it? I'd love that. And no other, to be fair, no other governor's done that. No other governor in the 50 states, but Rick Scott, Governor Scott, you are the governor of Florida. There are more deaths in Florida than any other state. More of your citizens and your potential voters are dying because they have a Takata airbag. We've shot many car dealerships that have had uh, Takata airbags in their inventory. We go in and sometimes we ask them if they have anything dangerous. We always ask them. Sometimes we specifically ask about recalls. And in more cases than not, we find out that they lie about it. Uh, so. Rick Scott, make it illegal you in Florida to sell a Takata airbag-equipped car. I do have to say uh, that uh, this is another uh, well-kept secret. Uh, Pam Bondi, uh, Scott, uh, Senator, Governor, whatever. It's just been a well-kept secret. There hasn't been enough exposure, and people are dying, especially in Florida. Ladies and gentlemen, Give us a call. We'd love to hear from you. You know we are here to go over the good, the bad, and the ugly. 877-960-9960. Or you can text us at 772-497-6530. We've been waiting for a special caller. She has arrived. Anita, uh, that is uh, Tina from Bonita Springs. Welcome to the show. Hi, everybody. How are you all doing this morning? Where have you been? 
<laughs> it's been good. Um, I just got finished watching the royal wedding, and it kind of it's going to segue into a subject that I think is sort of relevant. But when Meghan Markle was in the car with her mother, she was in an older Rolls Royce. That's right, nineteen fifty-seven. Oh, just beautiful. Those older, the older Rolls Royce was gorgeous. Yeah. But this brings about a question I have, and I, I'd love to hear Rick chime in on this and Earl, Earl too. But auto design has really changed. Years ago, luxury cars were works of art. They were absolutely stunning. And now I'm on the road, and everything's kind of boxy, and it's mundane, and it just doesn't have the pizzazz. Like, if you see a brand-new Rolls Royce on the road now, you think, what? Somebody paid 200000 for that? I mean, it seems like auto designers, I mean, I get that it's aerodynamics and fuel efficiency and all that, but, you know, there was the golden age of automobile ownership and everything. I mean, even a 57 Chevy was, like, just absolutely stunning. And we don't see that anymore. It's kind of sad, really. Tina, oh. you you have spoken to my heart. <laughs> the, the 57 <laughs> Bel Air, a convertible 57 Bel Air in the Lakespur Blue would have been my absolute favorite car. Uh, granted, oh, wow. I, I would have wanted the, the Rochester fuel injection in it, but, I mean, we're, we're talking that car, the classic design of the style of that car was gorgeous. You look back yeah. at some of the old antique cars and just the style of them, the way they, the, the curves, the way they made those cars look. And nowadays it seems like everybody, it's, it's hard to find a car that really stands out with its appearance. There are a few exceptions. I got to admit the new Honda Civic, that type R, it's a nice looking car. Mm -hmm. Granted, kind of looks like a spaceship, and it seems to be that's what they're trying to appeal to the millennials, and actually try to get yeah. the millennials interested in cars again. But it, yeah, it, it seems like America's love affair with cars has um, reached a divorce point. <laughs> it, yeah, it, I know. It may be now over. Two, two brand, I'm sorry. Two brands of cars that I think show nicely and have a unique style, Maseratis and Alfa Romeos. I think Alfa Romeos are stunning. But, you know, I really would rather have an Austin Healy and a Chevelle SF with good wheels in the back. Some of those old ones, just the style and appearance on them was fantastic. <laughs> Myself, uh, it, it's tough to pick a new model car anymore of any new car and say, yeah, that is a gorgeous car. I, I do like some mm -hmm. of the new retro styles they've come out with, but even then, no. So I, I honestly, I agree with you. Somebody needs to really step up and design a car that just looks different and unique and at the same time is attractive. That, you're saying it's attractive yeah. to you and Tina, but the problem is uh, the the car is no longer becoming uh, a uh, an icon. It's not something that people look forward to the millennials the people that soon will be the gen x and gen y and people that will be, do, be doing all the buying they don't care about cars anymore yeah that's if they the want problem. if yeah. they want something beautiful remember then, a few know. years ago when the the dodge charger came out and all the dodge mopar fans were all over it and then it came out and it's kind of like um disappointment <laughs> yeah i thought it was disappointing anyway because the original dodge charger was such a cool car and I'm not saying the new ones aren't. They are, but they're just different, but not necessarily in the way that I expected. 
utilitarian. We're looking for something that'll get us here from A to B as uh, seamlessly and trouble-free as possible. We want to be comfort. We want the car to do what cars were supposed to do from the very beginning. But back in the day, yeah. going back to the Model T, it became a status symbol. It became part. You, you identified with your car. You were known for the type of car you drove. And it was a whole different thing. And today, you know, we're, we're evolving into the point where cars will be nothing more than something uh, that uh, will get us there from A to B as quickly and safely as possible. Exactly. Now, what, that kind of segues into another thing I was thinking of with seeing the old Rolls Royce. There were also some Mercedes there, and it used to be years ago that the Mercedes was, was the epitome of a luxury car. Not only that, but it was not uncommon for people to put 200,000, 300,000, 500,000, a million miles on these cars. And now Mercedes is basically a throwaway vehicle. I had a former coworker. She had a Mercedes. She had it for an unprecedented an unprecedented 120,000 miles, and as soon as it hit that 120,000-mile march, everything just went to, heck, went, to, went to heck on it. The suspension went, the turbo was about ready to be rebuilt. It wasn't worth keeping anymore. So, you know, Mercedes has really dropped the ball. They're not what they used to be. It's a shame. Yeah. We need a man like Harley Earl again. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, Tina, thank you very much. Uh, that's uh, certainly the sentiment of a lot of people that are listening to the show. We have a, an old, older demographic, and we have a lot of folks out there that remember the way cars used to be and wish they still were, but the times are changing. And uh, uh, I think uh, 25 years from now, uh, I don't even think people will be owning cars. I think people will be, it'll be time-sharing. You won't, you won't want to own a car, yeah. and, the, and we'll have our infrastructure in for driverless cars, autonomous cars. You'll walk out of your house, and you'll say, uh, here, Charlie, that'll be the name of your car. Charlie will come out of the garage, stop in front of you, the door will open, you hop in, you'll get out your computer, your smartphone, or your book, or whatever you want to do, go to sleep, and uh, Charlie will take you to Taco Bell or to the Publix or wherever you want to go. Hey Tina, yeah, and uh, Tina, uh, I have a question for you. That uh, that Phantom, that uh, Rolls Royce Phantom, that is so beautiful in the uh, Royal Wedding. Yeah. That's a 1950s, isn't it? Is, that was made in 1950. I don't know. I didn't get the year of the vehicle, but it shows. Yeah, I mean, it it floated down the road like an angel. It's just yeah, beautiful. I, I said Nothing 1957, like but anymore. it is a ni- I I believe it is a 1950. And it is certainly is beautiful. beautiful. Tina, thanks for the call. Oh, thank you for letting me talk. I appreciate hearing from you this morning. Have a great weekend. We appreciate you. Thank you. Give us a call toll-free at 877-960-9960, or you can text us at 772-497-6530. And uh, we are going to go to our regular caller, and that is John, and John is from Palm City. Welcome to the show, John. Good morning to everyone. Got a car that's an answer to Tina's question. Uh, we all going to rush out and buy it. It's a, they're only going to make 500 of them over the next seven years. Sit down for this one. It goes 285 miles per hour, fastest car that's known, all right? It's called the Bugatti Chiron, C-H-I-R-O-N. It's 15 times the price of a Bentley, which is a $3 million, million now car. Mm. Uh, it has, there's only 500 going to be made. It's, uh, just to give you an idea, 
The Michelin tires on that car are over $5,000 a piece. An oil change costs $20,000, but it does have a four-year warranty. Unbelievable how many will buy this car of the 500. But they do, they're aware of that there are demand for a different car. And this is, you know, Volkswagen owns Bugatti. I don't know if people know that. They did have a car in the past, uh, Bugatti Viron, which was 10 years ago. That cost $2.3 million. But Bugatti has an interesting history because going back to the 30s, they had a car then called a Bugatti Royale Model 41. In those days, it cost $55,000 in the 30s, no less. Only six were made. Uh, they were all in existence today. Nobody knows the price because they're so rare mm -hmm. and they do not change hands. But there was a gambling, which is the biggest collector in the world, uh, Bill Harrah, who owned Harrah's uh, Resorts. He had two of them. And if he lived, he died during open heart surgery. He wanted to buy all six that were in existence. So it's just an interesting thing to know that they're still going to make a car that's different. And, like, who really needs 285 miles per hour, uh, I mean, horse, uh, a car that goes 285 miles per hour. Well, John, uh, one other thing I want to mention also. A car is the second biggest uh, outlay of cash, of money that you can make in life. And really, today more than ever, do your homework on what you buy. The reason is they're discontinuing many, many models. For instance, Chevy is going to discontinue the Sonic uh, Volkswagen already discontinued the Beetle, Ford, many models, including the Fiesta, Taurus, Fusion, and others that not have been announced yet. So you've got to be very careful. Stay with the old reliable that's been around for a long time. Have good ratings from consumer reports. And do not take a chance on new models that come out, even if it's General Motors or Ford or Chrysler. And uh, you don't want to get stuck like the poor people that are sitting with Saturn's, Oldsmobile, and Pontiacs. But as much as you can, stay with the old reliables. Don't take chances, especially new models that come out. Make sure they're tried and true. Good advice, That's John. That's what I want to mention today. Consumer, yes. consumer, voice says, uh, consumer Report says the same thing. You should always wait a year or two when a brand-new model comes out. That's good advice. As a matter of fact, John, Ford just announced plans recently that they're going to stop producing all passenger cars except a couple versions of the Ford Focus and the Ford Mustang. Uh, hopefully, John's still listening on us, but but yeah, they're they're actually Ford now says they're going to be concentrating on SUVs rather than actual sedan passenger cars. Okay, eight seven seven nine six zero ninety nine sixty. Toll free, 877-960-9960. And we're getting a bunch of texts then. 772-497-6530. Uh, that text number again is 772-497-6530. Uh, I'm going to interrupt you. Can you imagine going 285 miles an hour? Can you imagine that? No. You can't? I've done that. Have you? In an airplane. Yeah. Guess what? That's Earl's going to have to, <laughs> Earl will have to purchase, I'm going to purchase that car for Earl because he's going to have to go 285 miles <laughs> to get away from me. 
<laughs> He'll be there in an hour. <laughs> After this show. <laughs> okay, we've got Okay, Mr. Car Dealer. It's we have a text. Uh, Hi, I'm thinking about buying a Honda CRV. Where should I go or should I buy Toyota? Um, who's on our recommended Honda list? I believe it's Johnson Ooh. Honda in Delray. It is. Uh, I think uh, Stuart. But let me double check Stuart, Stuart, Florida. Johnson Honda is on our recommended dealer list. Um, hopefully, if you're in this area, that would be it. For Toyota, uh, you know, I think, unfortunately, uh, Earl Stewart Toyota is uh, not, a, we don't put ourselves on the list because we, that would be self-serving. Uh, I would say. Uh, oh, no, we're on the list. Oh, we are on the list? Okay. <laughs> Go to Earl Stewart Toyota if you want to buy it. But we Toyota. have Ed Morris Honda currently is on the list. Oh, Ed Morris is on there also. That's and as far as the CRV or the Toyota, the Honda or the Toyota, Honda is just about as good a car. Uh, some some models Hondas are better than Toyotas. Some models Toyotas are better than Hondas, and you can't forget about Subaru. Uh, even all the Japanese uh, in Korean brands build good cars. But if, if I were looking for a model, I would compare the Honda CRV with the Toyota what? The Rav4. The yep. Rav4. So look at the Rav4. Go to Consumer Reports and see uh, which has a better rating. The uh, Honda CRV or the RAV4, Toyota Rav4, and uh, and if you're not in the listing area, and some people are not, uh, you're not in the market area of Palm Beach County or Martin County, uh, you should just go to True Car and uh, find the the recommended dealer. We're but recommending. Be, be, be careful. There is one Honda on the do not recommend list, and that's Brayman Honda and Green Acres. Okay, great. Okay, that's good. That's good news. Don't don't buy your Honda from Brayman. You can buy it from Ed Morris Honda or Johnson Honda. Ed Morris is in uh, Riviera Beach. Sure. On Blue Heron Boulevard. Blue Heron Boulevard, and of course Johnson Honda's on US One in Stewart, Florida, Martin County. Uh, but if you go to True Car, we're, uh, we hope we can once again recommend Costco Auto Buying Program. But right now, True Car, uh, TrueCar.com, requires the dealers quote the True Car price, excluding any funny business. No dealer installed options and no dealer fees. The True Car price has none of that. The only thing the True Car you have to add to the true car price are government fees, which are your sales tax and your license plate. So whether you want to buy a Honda, a Toyota, Mazda, a Chevrolet, go to truecar.com. And as I hope, I hope soon we can recommend the Costco auto buying program again. But right now they're in limbo. We're holding that in abeyance until yeah. we see if we can get some controls. Costco members are now paying dealer fees. Costco members are now paying for dealer installed accessories. This is not the way it should be. You don't pay those fees with TrueCar. Now, with that said, I have to admonish TrueCar. Also, there is no such thing as perfection. TrueCar has some car dealers out there that are taking advantage of customers. Costco does too. Very hard to say exactly what happens when someone walks into a car dealership and says, I'm a TrueCar member, give me the TrueCar price. Because if you don't protect yourself, they're going to give you a higher price. But if you get the TrueCar price online and you take that TrueCar price into the dealership and insist, you will very likely get a, real, a really good price. Costco, it's a different story. Absolutely. 
Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I have to stress to you that uh, knowledge is power. And uh, before you go anywhere uh, to uh, purchase a vehicle, you know, you got to do your homework. Uh, I don't care whether it's Costco, True Car. Uh, it's just amazing. It's a minefield out there. And if you don't protect yourself, you are going to be taken advantage of. And uh, also, uh, I'd like to let you know that uh, we do have that mystery shop coming up. And uh, you want to stay tuned for that. It is a doozy. And you will appreciate all the information uh, because we're here to help you. Again, you're a very important part of the show. Give us a call toll-free at 877-960-9960. Or you can text us at 772-497-6530. And ladies, don't forget, $50 for the first two new lady callers. Uh, we are trying to build a platform here for the ladies, and uh, we will welcome any of your stories, good or bad, because we're here to go over the good, the bad, and the ugly. Now back to Mr. Car Dealer. Mr. Car Dealer. Okay, we've got another text here. This one's for Rick. I'll read it to you, Rick. It says, uh, some cars are moving to electric power steering and water pumps. Uh, Benz, Mercedes-Benz, plans to sell cars with a 48-volt battery system that uses a combination start generator, which I believe is somehow positioned between the transmission and the engine. Uh, in my opinion, this increases the purchase cost and possibly may, may dramatically increase the maintenance cost. This increased cost seems to negate potential fuel savings. What is your opinion? Mm. That's from Steve. Well, a lot of new cars now are going to electric power steering and electric water pumps simply because the computer can control those items more fine-tuned. If you're driving on the highway and you're going straight down the road, why should a power steering be pump be turning and drawing power off the engine and costing you fuel economy? Uh, same thing with the, uh, uh, the electric water pump. If you're getting plenty of cooling, you can slow that water pump down and it doesn't need to draw power away from the engine by way of a drive belt. Well, this new system that they're talking about with that other one, the, the, the 48 volt battery system, I'm not familiar with that. That one, who knows, they may be trying something new and it may be a step towards a complete electric vehicle for them. That may be just one of their evolutions as they try them out. But the main reason for switching away from a mechanically powered power steering and water pump and other accessories like that, like the air conditioning compressor, is because the computer can fine-tune them more and it does save fuel economy. And with not having to run full force all the time, it actually makes them last a little bit longer. Those electronic components can function quite efficiently. As a matter of fact, the electric power steering saves no fluid, no belt. It actually saves a bit of money on the car, and they, uh, they're pretty bulletproof. Well, thanks uh, for that text, Steve. I hope we answered your question. If, the, if you have any follow-up, just text us again. I've got a humorous text here and uh, oh, great. in two parts. It says, thanks for the info, Earl and Nancy. Great show today. Enjoyed it a lot. You should have worn your hat, too, Nancy. And I guess she's alluding to the, the royal wedding. <laughs> and then thank you. Then the follow-up text is, uh, I'm having a hard time with the iPhone here, but uh, 
It says something about my rubber ducky. Uh, here it is. <laughs> it says, you and your hat and Earl with his rubber duck. Okay. How do they know I had a rubber duck? I, I, I think you I talked about ducks a lot, right? Yeah. I think I announced that on one of our uh, sunrises and that swim that you were going to take, ah. and you were going to wear a special bathing suit. It's a surprise if everyone is listening. Uh, I'll be in charge. I'll be in I do charge. not have a speedo. That's, uh, that's uh, a false I'll be in rumor. charge of that and the rubber ducky, and uh, I'll also be in charge of crowd control. Okay. <laughs> Security. I got a text. I have, I think we have a serious text. You, you have probably eight, eight texts in there, I think. <laughs> uh, hi, I'm looking at leasing a car. Anything I should be aware of before going to a dealer? How does a purchase price translate to a lease payment? Well, uh, we need another two-hour show to cover leasing, but let me give uh, the basics. I always recommend buying a car rather than leasing a car for the main reason of the simplicity and the difficulty for the dealer to take advantage of you. It's too easy to be taken advantage of with a lease. Mm -hmm. Leases are very complex, and uh, you'll find the manufacturers and the dealers are all pushing, pushing, trying to get you to lease rather than purchase. Matter of fact, some of the very unscrupulous dealers are actually leasing you a car, and you think you bought the car, but you leased it. Leasing is much more profitable to the automo automobile manufacturers and the dealers. It's more profitable to the auto manufacturers, uh, counterintuitively maybe, because they know that that leasing customer is uh, like 50% more likely to come back to them for another car of their brand, another car of their make. Uh, the same thing is true with a dealer. You're more likely to go back. Why? Because you lease the car. You have to bring the car back. So you have to come back. That gives them another shot at you. Leases are far more complex to understand. There's a lot more fees involved with leasing. You start out with a uh, with a uh, acquisition fee, they call it. Typically, $700, Sometimes the car dealer splits that with the leasing company. And then during the lease, you may be accumulating excess mileage. Could be 25 cents a mile, could be 18 cents, could be 50 cents. I've seen them as high as 50 cents a mile. So that's a charge you might not be aware of. Why? Because it's in the fine print. And then there's a lease termination fee when you turn the car in. They typically have the termination fee waived if you will lease another car from them or buy another car from the same manufacturer and dealer. And finally, you know, like, wait, there's more. Finally, there's a above average wear and tear fee. So if the tread on your tires is too low, you have a stain on your poultry, a ding, a scrape, something wrong with the maybe extra miles, whatever it may be, uh, there will be a charge for excess wear and tear. I've had <coughs> fights with Toyota because of the Toyota leasing company charging our customers fees when they shouldn't charge fees. Sometimes you can have your car in a minor accident, have it painted. It can be an excellent paint job, but if the paint meter shows the car's been painted, the leasing company will charge you for that. So, How about I, I, uh, being over the number of miles that you have driven? Yes. It's really a complicated yes. transaction, and you certainly do have to know what you're doing, and you have to do your homework. You know, I can't uh, tell you the number of people that I have spoken to that didn't even know they leased a car. They thought they bought it, and there's such confusion 
during that transaction. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, it certainly does pay to do your homework. And would like to hear from you if you've leased a vehicle recently. Give us a call toll free at 877-960-9960, or you can text us at 772-497-6530. And I'll finish answering the question that we had on leasing. Uh, how does a purchase price translate to a lease payment? Uh, the purchase price is something you should have negotiated before you lease the car. I always say you should buy the car before you lease it. Of course, that's literally, not literally, but figuratively. Once you negotiate the lowest purchase price, that becomes what they call the capitalized cost in a lease. A capitalized cost is the cost of the car to the leasing company. And the cost of the car to the leasing company should be the cost of the car if you were to buy it. If you don't know what the capitalized cost is, the dealer can inflate the capitalized cost, and that is more profit to the dealer. Uh, there's other factors that affect the payment. And of course, there's a residual value. Not much you can do about that. There's also the lease rate. Uh, the they lease can, rate can, can be raised. Yeah. They can mark it up. So uh, w you need to just shop and compare if you're going to lease a car. Treat it just like a purchase. Go to, first of all, decide the exact car you want. You want to know the brand, make, and year, obviously. New or used, obviously. You want to find out the accessories. Basically, you want to have the same MSRP for the same make car. Once you have defined the MSRP, you want to get the biggest discount off the MSRP. That is the price of the car. Now you say, I'm talking about leasing. Right. Take that price. Go to the person that will lease you the car and say, this is the price I want the capitalized cost of my lease to be. And then you get that number. Now you have to take that and you go and you shop it with three competing dealers. So it's a lot more work. It's a lot more likelihood for being deceived, but you can still get a good deal on a lease if you want to go to all the trouble. If you're lackadaisical, they can really take advantage of you. Great information right here at Earl Stewart on Cars. If you just tuned in, uh, we are here t for you, the consumer. And uh, as I said earlier, we go over the, uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly, and we definitely have a great shopping report for you. You want to stay tuned for that. And uh, ladies, uh, I'm waiting to hear from you. Uh, $50 for the first two new lady callers. And uh, also, as Earl stated earlier, uh, the, uh, you were uh, donating $100 to Big Dog Ranch. And uh, would you like to talk about that again? The Big Dog Ranch are the favorite charity to Costco members that have had a buying experience through the Costco auto buying program. So we have a lot of Costco warehouses in South Florida. If you're a Costco member and you have bought a car through the Costco auto buying program, we'd love to hear from you. And to induce you to do that, I want to make a $100 contribution to the first 10 Costco auto member uh, buyers that will come up and relate their experience. We're interested in a few things. We want to find out if you ever saw the Costco member price sheet, which is supposed to be shown to all Costco members. We want to know if you realize that the Costco dealer added a dealer fee. Were you aware that he also added the cost of dealer installed accessories? We want to see what transparency and honesty that dealer exhibited and we know we have a bunch of Costco members list I mean Costco executives call, uh, listening also the Alliance uh, Development Corporation affinity affinity I'll just I get hung up on these things doesn't make any difference because nobody ever heard of anyway yeah affinity yeah. 
I have an affinity for the Affinity <laughs> Development Corporation, the Affinity Development Corporation in San Diego, which is the uh, Costco auto buying program that w- nobody knows about. So please call us for a $100 contribution to your favorite charity if you're a Costco member and you have bought a car through the Costco auto buying program. Now we have a text. I will read that text to you. And the text number is here it goes, 772 472-497-6530. Text is, Earl, just listening to your radio program. We have a 2015 Honda CRV and a 2007 Honda Accord. Are you recommending Johnson, Honda, and Stewart for service? Thanks for all you do. Yes, I would recommend Johnson, Honda, and Stewart. And I would also recommend Ed Morris Honda. Uh, we don't have any. I have to. I have service. To, we don't know. Yeah, service. Service is. Uh, we're we're making a a leap of uh, logic here. We say that if they treat you more fairly in sales, we believe they'll treat you more fairly in service. That could be wrong, but anytime you go into a recommended Earl Stewart recommended dealer, is still buyer beware, because we don't have any perfect dealers. We don't really have any real good dealers. We don't see a lot of consistency. We don't see a lot of consistency. So what we do, I mean, we could say we're just going to go by the book, A, B, C, D, you fail, you're not on the list, in which case we'd have no car dealers on our list. So we have to recommend somebody. The Honda dealers we recommend, Ed Morse Honda in Riviera Beach on Blue Heron Boulevard, and the Johnson Honda in Martin County in Stewart, Florida on US-1. So be careful when you walk in there into the service department. And be sure you get an estimate. Anytime you go into any service department, get an estimate. Florida law requires that the service department stick to the estimate within 10%. If you don't get an estimate, it's like giving the service department uh, a blank check. If you have a highly costly repair, get a second opinion, even a third opinion, just like you would when you're buying a car. Uh, Check with a better, better business bureau. Check with the County Office of Consumer Affairs. And look at the Google rating. Look at the uh, Yelp rating if they have one. Uh, there are a number of ways you can check out car dealers, and we recommend that you use all of them. You know, I, I missed at the beginning of the show uh, what I usually talk about, the Gallup Annual Poll on Honesty and Ethics and Professions. Great poll. They've been doing it every year since 1977, the Gallup Organization. And car dealers always come out near the bottom. Every time we speak <clears throat> before a group, Nancy and I are speaking before the, the uh, women's club at Valencia Falls. Valencia Shores. And uh, uh, Boynton Beach. Uh, we're going to be talking. I will have a handout of the Gallup Annual Poll on Honesty and Ethics and Professions. So it's buyer beware whether you're having your car serviced or whether you're buying or leasing a car. Be careful when you walk into a car dealership. 877 960-9960 if you want to call us. Got another text coming. Got another text coming. Fantastic. Here we go. <laughs> Give me one second. Somebody sing. Well, let me talk about a little something while the text comes through. Something we haven't talked about that was in the local news, and that has to do with carbon monoxide poisoning. We've talked about it on this show a year ago, two years ago. Uh, this is a problem. It's a little bit like a Zuccotti airbag where you wonder, why doesn't somebody do something about it? You know, the remote key, the, 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 uh, the, we could call it the, uh, 
the smart key, uh, the car that the key that you carry in your pocket that can open your car from 20 feet away. Uh, you, you, most of the old timers that are listening know about the key. Used to stick in the ignition and start the car. Now we have smart keys. Uh, the smart keys, unfortunately, allow you to drive your car into your garage at night, and you leave the car uh, key in the car, and the car keeps running. And you go inside your house, and you go to bed, and your car is still running in the garage, and you, and the carbon monoxide circulates into the house. There have been many, many deaths because of this for all makes of cars. Some cars are more uh, careful in their design than others. Uh, I believe that the ultimate design should make it impossible for that to happen, make it impossible for you to leave your key in your car with the engine running and, and go into the house and go to sleep. I believe that's the ultimate design. Uh, a lot of this is going on in Florida. Senator Nelson in Florida now has been talking to the National Highway Traffic Associ Association about making the manufacturers do something uniformly to all cars so that you cannot do this. There have been a number of deaths in Florida where this has happened. So, uh, All electric cars will not have that problem. Exactly. Exactly. And another great reason why we um, are looking forward to that time coming. Here's the text that I was talking about. Uh, Earl, I've enjoyed your show. Anytime I get up a little early on Saturday, I was on your webpage and found a mistake. Well, thank you very much. We look for criticism and comments. We're not looking for just pats on the back. In one of your articles, you told of a reporter asking John Dillinger why he robbed banks. He allegedly replied, because that's where the money is. What's wrong here? Glenn in St. Louis. It isn't, it isn't John Dillinger. It was uh, somebody else told me about that. Who said it's know. where the money is? I don't know. Sir Edmund Hillary? No, no, that's what that it was. was. <laughs> that was because it's there. Right. Bonnie why and Clyde. Why did he climb? Yeah, Memphis? Google it. Right. Google it. Thank you very much <laughs> for that text. You know, someone, I've been saying that a lot, and then, I, and then somebody else told me I was wrong, and I forgot to change it, and I need to make that change. John Dillinger did not say he robs banks because... Willie Sutton. Ah, uh, Willie yeah. Sutton. Willie Sutton. Thank you for that text. And that was Glenn in St. Louis. Did you say Willie Nelson? That's right. No. <laughs> <laughs> Willie Sutton. Willie Sutton. Glenn in St. Louis. And I love it that you're in St. Louis. Uh, St. Louis, we're streaming. Uh, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm going to contradict myself. Uh, Snope says he did not say that. Snoop, oh. Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg said he didn't well, he, say but, it. But we thought he said it. I don't know who said it. <laughs> Google's hard. <laughs> Definitely is. You think it's really easy? It's hard. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, let me mention to you this uh, consumer report, uh, the auto issue, 2018 auto issue. So much information. Earl was talking earlier about the options that you have to uh, uh, acquire some knowledge there's so many options and consumer report is a great place to go so uh, if you if you don't have that 2018 auto issue uh, get your hands on it because it has the best used cars uh, it has a recall and safety updates it also has best new cars uh, for uh, under thirty thousand uh, dollars so pick that issue up Give us a call toll-free. You are an important part of the show at 877-960-9960. And uh, you can also text us. We've received a lot of texts at 772-497-6530. Now back to the recovering car dealer. Um, Rick, um, I want to ask you a little bit about this carbon monoxide problem because we talked at length. And uh, I think you'd... Uh, 
done some Googling on that subject. What What is the safest car out there now, uh, manufacturer's device for preventing this, uh, for, for driving your car in the garage with a, uh, with a wireless remote key, leaving it in the car? I've done that. Nancy's done that. I think everybody's Absolutely. done that. Sometimes they have a warning buzzer, a warning beep. You can hear. One of the problems is elderly people, people with hearing impairments, sometimes can't hear the warning buzzer. But... Uh, we do have a caller, but before, right after we go to the caller, Rick, I'd like to ask you about that question. We have Tim in Palm Beach. Uh, thanks for calling the show, Tim. How can we help you today? Hey, how you doing this morning? Great. In this rainy morning. Yep. Um, hey, I've been listening to your show uh, for several months now. I just found it on the radio. I thought it's great uh, to start off with, listening to you guys. Um, I had a comment, because you great dealers and all this. I had a very serious problem with Roger Dean Chevrolet mm -hmm. that I broke down on I-95 in a 2012 Chevy Impala, mm -hmm. and I towed it. I was on the Belvedere Curve, and then Roger Dean was the closest, so I towed it there, and I had warranty on it, you know, whatever. Or the warranty just expired by 5,000 miles, but they told me after the the computer hookup that I had to pay for, of course, but they told me I had three uh, fuel pumps that needed replaced. Hmm. And I'm like, three? I never heard of a car having three. They wanted $2,700 for it. Wow. And I, I was like, well, I got a tow truck and towed it out of there. They tried to lock it when they had it back. I paid the bills and everything. But uh, have you ever heard of a Chevy Impala? 2012 having three fuel pumps? Rick, uh, I, I, I can almost answer that one, but I, you, you're the expert. <laughs> that sounds a little fishy there because uh, the Chevy Impala was a very, very basic gasoline engine system. Right. It didn't have anything special to it. Uh, as far as I know, no. They would have had a single fuel pump, which would have been located in the fuel tank itself. And right. no, I'm not seeing anything special on Google about it either. I right. I got to tell you, it's uh, that sounds like somebody's playing games there because there's only just a single That's pump in the fuel tank that runs the fuel up to the engine. Maybe they want to give them backup pumps. That that could be, right. or maybe they're looking to. <laughs> I I think somebody's really trying to well, pull your credit card out and just max it out because. <laughs> That's what I thought. That's why I had it towed over there, towed it out, and towed it back to my son's house. And I, I told them before this all started, I said, look, I have a strange feeling because every time I go to a fuel station and gas up, I hit the tripometer and I, I pay attention to the mileage, every gas tank. Okay. And I said, something's wrong because the gas gauge is reading just barely under a quarter of a tank, but I'm at my maximum mileage. And, um... And I was like, I'm sorry, I'm getting on 95 and it's raining. Just bear with me. <laughs> um, and I said, can you at least put fuel in it? You know, put some gas in it because I have a feeling that something's wrong with the gas gauge. And they did not do that. And that was all that was wrong with it. Wow. I went and put five gallons of gas in it after, you know, I don't know what happened to the gas gauge. But that was my feeling. And that's why I towed it out of there. And so that came close to costing me a lot of money. Yeah, but, uh, I, I would be suspicious of your fuel sending unit 
Um, basically, what you'd have to do is get a mechanic to check this. Uh, they would remove the unit from the tank and measure the yep. resistance with the float at the bottom level and then measure it when it's raised right. all the way up to see if it's sending the right signals up to the gauge. Uh, but that's that right. really sounds like that sending unit has got an issue, and it, it's not sending the proper information up to your uh, combination meter. Uh, of course, the other the other very simple fact you could do is just calculate it by your miles and just make sure you go only to where you know you're about two-thirds low and then top it up each time. That would be the... Yeah. You know, the uh, shade yeah. tree method for avoiding that issue, but, but yeah, that's... Tammy, you mentioned the car was uh, how far out of warranty? Yeah, it, it just, I do that all the time. I don't let it get to a quarter of a tank. Yeah. I mean, I just got to 110,000 miles. Okay, you're way out of warranty. Yeah. Great yeah. car. I mean, I'm comfortable with it. Yeah. And just the FYI, I went by your shop uh, over there on... US one and North Lake or Palm yes. Beach Lakes, yes. North Lake. Yes. And you're doing a lot of construction there. That's uh, you're expanding. Yeah, we are. We're uh, probably uh, be doing that for another few months. We're uh, mainly increasing the size of our our service area. But uh, you know, uh, you you give us a heads up on Roger Dean Chevrolet. We haven't done a shop of them in a while, and we have not done a uh, service department shop. We haven't in a while. So uh, you just gave me an idea. Tim is to uh, send a mystery shopper yeah. in with a Chevrolet. Yeah, they're on the. We got them on the recommended list right now. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. And, uh, yeah. You know, when this when something like this happens, it's either incompetence or it's thievery, and we right. don't know which. Uh, either one's pretty bad for the recipient of that. But uh, in yeah. just case, just case, uh, if it's premeditated, we'll send somebody in. We'll have a problem uh, set up with a car, which can be sent, uh, fixed simply. We'll have Rick consult with us and yeah. say this is something simple should be fixed and found. Can you sabotage a fuel pump for us? And we'll see what uh, Roger Dean Chevrolet says, and we'll, <laughs> yeah. and we'll do it again on the air. Yeah, that, yeah and uh, just another, do it on a Friday. And mm -hmm. they supposedly closed the service at 5 o'clock. And I left to work early thinking because something didn't feel right. Uh -huh. You know, because I went to work and I, I company trucks, I could take them back and forth. I showed up early because it was a Friday. Uh -huh. And uh, they were closing at 4.30 and half an hour early. I said, no, wait a minute. You know, everybody was leaving. <laughs> nobody wouldn't do anything. Oh, and I'm my. like, you know, come on, man. The sign I'm looking at says 5 o'clock. And it's, you know, give me my car back. You know what? So. You, if you want to have some fun, Roger Dean's daughter, Janie Dean. Uh, last I heard, she was uh, she was running Roger Dean Chevrolet. Of course, Roger Dean uh, passed a long time ago, and you know the uh, baseball yeah, stadium right. named after yeah. him. But if you if you want to have some fun, call Janie Janie Dean and tell him that the people that are operating her store closed early on Friday. And you didn't <laughs> probably she probably didn't know about that. <laughs> yeah, I mean. I didn't want to cause problems because this happened a year ago. And yeah. I'm still frustrated. I saved the paperwork, and I even took pictures of the sign. Mm -hmm. And I was going to send an email, you know, across-the-board email to everybody so everybody would see it. And, <laughs> and I just thought, no, I'll leave it alone. But then it just irks me that there's, you know, people like that. You know, and Roger Dean, I grew up here in West Palm. I'm 58 years old, so, mm -hmm. you know, I bought several cars from him. My actual next car I've already planned, and that's why I went to your shop last week, is I'm looking at the Toyota Camry. And that's going to be my next car, and I've already decided on that. And I like the way you're saying about Costco having uh, selling them for you guys. I did never never know that. So I'm a member of Costco, too, so I thought that's great. great. But 
I'm just not ready to buy the car right now. You know, I'm going to wait well, uh, Tim, another uh, maybe Tim, 12 to 18 months. Thanks for a great call. Not just a great call, but you gave us an idea to start doing some service shops, and Roger Dean will be our yeah. next target. Thanks so much. Yeah, uh, call again the show. Call again next week, please. Keep listening. We're about to get to okay. the Costco shop. Yeah, and thanks for sharing your okay. experience with Thank us, uh, Tim, and we hope to hear from you again. We're going to go to uh, St. Louis. We're going to go to Glenn, and uh, welcome to the show, Glenn. Thank you. Um, like I said in my text, I sent, uh, I'm in St. Louis, so i got to get up a little earlier to listen to your show. Well, thank oh, well, you. thank you. Thank you very much. Um, the, the question about with John Dillinger and Willie Sutton, Yeah. there's more to it than that, really. Um, oh. Willie Sutton, I think Rick mentioned something about it wasn't really said. Willie Sutton always denied saying it. He said a reporter said that <laughs> to punch up his story. <laughs> but there's an interesting story about it. Um, that the last time Willie Sutton was captured or arrested after he had broken out of prison, there was a, a civilian walking along the sidewalk and saw him and recognized him and called the police. That's how he was caught. Uh-huh. I think his name was Schubert. And in New York, I believe it was New York, Albert Anastasio, who was a big mob guy at the head of Murder Incorporated, oh boy. was so incensed that this guy was a rat. He knew nothing about him, but ordered him killed. And two weeks later, he was killed. Wow. Well, I tell you, you know your history, your gangster history. Uh, Glenn, thanks very much for for uh, bringing that to our attention. That is very, very interesting. And I love the fact that you're all the way in St. Louis and get up early to listen to the show. I'm glad to get our message out as far away as that. Uh, please call again and text us again. I'd love to hear from St. Louis. And keep up the good work, Earl. Thank you, Glenn. Have a great day. Thank you, sir. I, I think that uh, it is time for our mystery shop mm-hmm. of Costco Auto Program from West Palm Beach Kia. We'll get on that right now. As uh, Nancy just said, uh, we mystery shop the dealership using the Costco Auto Program to try to learn several things, and that was West Palm Beach Kia. Would the dealership follow the rules of the Costco Auto Buying Program and use an authorized Costco rep, show our shopper the Costco membership-only price sheet, and honor the Costco price? Would the flaws in the Costco Auto Program, even if the dealer followed the rules, ultimately work against the favor of our mystery shopper. Need to get the answer to those questions. Among the flaws with the program that we've discussed on this show include the problem with dealer fees. Now that's the big thing that we were upset about. The Costco dealer may have a very low price but will eventually surprise the customer with a large dealer fee or multiple dealer fees. In fact, most dealers now have multiple dealer fees. Another reason why this is such a big problem and this is kind of an insider thing, is uh, is how the Costco Auto Program establishes its member-only price on any particular model. They survey the dealers by phone and ask the dealer what they're selling the car for. They rely solely on the good faith testimony of their dealers. Which I is mean, <laughs> that's like relying on the fox well, to I watch laugh. the in-house. I laugh reading that. that it is, yeah. <laughs> How much do you sell the car for? Oh, uh, exactly. <laughs> saying that one. Yeah. They use this program to determine what an acceptable price is for Costco members. Costco certified dealers who post this price will get referrals from the Costco Auto Program. Those who don't 
will be passed up and see referrals sent to their competitors. Of course, the dealers who are surveyed and are not mentioning that they're adding a thousand or more dollars in additional profit in the form of these various fees, that they're the ones with the uh, lowest price. The bigger the dealer fee, the more profit they make so they can artificially lower the Costco price. <clears throat> this is a deception that Costco doesn't see or that Affinity Auto Development Corporation doesn't see. Customer doesn't see. Nobody sees it because the dealers just lie about the price and they lie about the dealer fee and they artificially lower the price. Another problem that we haven't really touched on, this came as a surprise to us, uh, in the context of the Costco Auto Program is uh, dealer installed options and addenda. We've discussed these on the show before but in a different context, but the way Costco handles these is very consumer friendly. Just to remind you, many unfriendly. <laughs> unfriendly. <laughs> Just to remind you, many dealers will install several cheap and sometimes worthless items on the cars and their lots. Almost all dealers are doing this. Actually, these are like adhesive pinstripes, not the kind you paint on, but adhesive uh, mud guards, paint sealant, which is AKA wax, uh, nitrogen-filled tires. I mean, I've done two or three blogs on how worthless nitrogen is in the tires. Consumer reports it reasonably. Typically, we'll see about $200 worth, and that's in terms of what it costs the dealer, options installed, but the dealers mark these up absurdly. Like They'll, they'll take $200 worth of cost to them and charge 1000 2000 even 3000 The world's record, by the way, was West Palm Beach Kia. They once had a $10,000 yep. addendum. That included a market adjustment yeah. addendum. But uh, you can mark on a dealer-installed accessory, you can charge anything you want. The Costco Auto Program addresses dealer-installed equipment and addenda. They guarantee that Costco members get to pay only 50% <laughs> of the price for these unwanted items. So I'm going to have a product worthless and I'm going to charge you $1,000 for it, and I'm going to discount it to you for $500. What a deal. <laughs> that is uh, frightening. Think about that. A dealer installs $150 worth of garbage on a car, marks it up to $2,000, and the Costco member pays only $1,000. That it just boggles the mind. So using a real Costco membership, we inquired about buying a new 2018 Kia Optima EX. We were referred to West Palm Beach Kia, a Terry Taylor dealership. Terry Taylor owns several stores in this area now, including a Nissan store and a Toyota store. Uh, and this uh, store is on Military Trail, West Palm. The confirmation email we received indicated that we were to work with one of the authorized Costco reps. Bruce Tompchin is one, Paul Sewell, Richard Gowie, Luke Miner, Charles Dye, D-A-I, or Elizabeth Price. So they gave you a list of Costco-approved representatives at the dealership to work with. One of the reps would show our shopper the Costco member-only price sheet, uh, uh, the vehicle invoice, and ultimately have the price honored. We know that West Palm Beach Nissan has a large dealer fee, over $1,000, and we were curious to see how they would handle this, or even if they would follow the Costco program at all. In many cases, in fact, most people that are on the Costco program don't go online on Costco. If you're a Costco member listening, you got to go online. Be sure you go online. You just can't call the dealership, and this is what most of you do. You just call the dealership and say, do you have special prices for Costco members? Yeah. And they always say, sure. You go to Costco.com, and there's a link under yeah. services, yeah. and that's how you find it. 
Costco.com. Always go there. And then you will see the list of Costco recommended representatives. Have that list and ask for one of those. Make an appointment to be sure one of those is there. Sometimes there's only one or two. In this case, there are about a half a dozen. But go through those first two steps, or else you really will definitely be taken advantage of. So we dispatched Agent X, our our favorite uh, undercover agent. I arrived at West Palm Beach Kia, speaking as if I were Agent X. I arrived at West Palm Beach Kia around 3.45 p.m. during a heavy downpour. I ran from my car into the showroom, walking. The lot wasn't an option today. I was greeted by Kayvon. K-A-V-O-N, who asked me what I was shopping for. I gave him my alias, the name on the Costco membership that we used. And I said I was there to buy an Optima through the Costco Auto Program. Kayvon immediately said to wait until he found a manager. He returned with a man named Paul Sewell. I just read Paul Sewell's name on the list of Costco-approved representatives, who introduced himself as an authorized Costco rep, and indeed he was on the list. Kayvon excused himself and left me with Paul Sewell. Paul treated me better than any salesperson I've ever encountered on a mystery shop. I'll repeat that. Agent X is our big mystery shopper. He shopped, I don't know how many, many, many car dealers. Hundreds, probably. Hundreds of them. Agent X said, Paul Sewell treated him better than any salesperson I've ever encountered on a mystery shop. So, kudos to Paul, Paul Sewell. He thanked me for being a part of the Costco Auto Program and for choosing him and West Palm Beach Kia to do business. He explained it would be a transparent process and I would see pricing right away. Paul referred to a piece of paper he was holding and said my name and said he understood I wanted a new 2018 Optima EX. I said that was right. Next he asked me what color I wanted. I said white or silver. He asked me for my driver's license and Costco membership card because I was using another person's Costco membership. I couldn't show a Costco card so I stood up and reached for my rear pocket and said oh crap I left it. H&X is an outstanding actor. He's really gotten himself out of some tight spots. Oh, yeah. He has. Paul assured me that would not be a problem. We both had email confirmations from Costco, so that made Agent X look legit. We sat down at his desk, so he asked me, uh, as he asked me questions, entered into the computer. He did this quickly, then said he would be back with pricing and the keys to take a look at the car. I commented on his efficiency, and he said, I do this with integrity every day. Nice touch. Uh, real quick, uh, I just got an email from Paul confirming wanting to know if uh, Agent X would be drive- coming in with his wife to drive the car today. So, oh, oh. <laughs> Paul, you should email us to another radio. I'll say hi to Paul, I and I'll tell that. him what a good job he did. <laughs> okay, so Paul's doing his job. Congratulations again, Paul Sewell. Uh, we sat down. Um, oh, oh, we did that. Paul returned and showed me what appeared to be the factory invoice of the car. It showed an MSRP of $26,645 and an invoice of $24,967. He said the Costco price for this model was $1,500 below invoice. Showed it to me on the screen, and I took a picture. Agent Nick took a picture. I was happy with that, and I told him so. Paul suggested we drive the car while the manager prints out the price sheet and have everything totaled up. He asked me for the first time how I was paying for it. I said I was writing a check for the whole amount. He said that that was no problem. But he needed uh, to to let the manager know that, that I was paying cash. 
He came right back and we walked out to the car. The MSRP on the Monroney label matched what I saw on the invoice. There was also an addendum sticker on the car. $1,095 for a pinstripe, nitrate, nitrogen, nitrophil, and mud guards. Uh, just for the fun of it, I looked up the retail price on 3M pinstripe, which is the top-of-the-line brand you can get in adhesive pinstripes. And a 150-foot roll of it is about $30 retail. And the mud guards, factory mud guards for a 2018 Kia Optima are selling for $70 retail. <laughs> that that's not it. wholesale price. That's retail price. So we're looking at maybe $150 worth of uh, nonsense. Exactly. We took a, a brief test drive. We returned to Paul's desk, and he ran to get the pricing sheet. He was back in a minute with something called the Costco member-only price sheet. And a printed uh, worksheet buyer's order. On it, it showed me that they were discounting MSRP by $3,178, then adding $547.50 for the dealer added option. So there's the gotcha. Now, first of all, West Palm Beach Kia is doing what the Costco Auto Buying Program, a.k.a. Affinity Development Corporation, is char- is uh, administering for the Costco Auto Buying Program. So uh, the guilty party here is Costco Auto Buying Program, not West Palm Beach Kia. They're going by the rules. They're doing all I right. I don't like the rules, but Costco Auto Buying Program, Affinity Development Group, made the rules. In my head, I quickly calculated that $547.50 was exactly 50% of the $1,000. $95 addendum price, which Rick's research showed probably cost the dealer 200 bucks. So he marked it up five times, and then they cut it in half. Still a huge profit, so Costco aided and abetted this deception. I subtracted the $545 in unwanted dealer options for the selling price of $24,014.50 to get my base selling price of $23,467. It was $1,500 below invoice exactly what the price was supposed to be. Next, they subtracted a $4,000 manufacturer's rebate, bringing my total to $20,014.50. Now that is a very attractive thing. It does say on the Costco price sheet that they are supposed to take off all rebates. Dealer cash and customer cash are supposed to be subtracted from the Costco price. It's all in the fine print. People don't read this stuff. Uh, I saw that in smaller print, below the pricing, was the disclaimer, price does not include any tax, license, or, here it is, $1,018.50 dock fee. So there's a dealer fee. Now we have everything we were afraid of. The dealer fees are being added to the Costco price. The dealer addendum fees are being added to the Costco price. I thanked Paul, and I told him I would need to take a day to discuss this with my wife, Paul didn't flinch, and he said just to call him when I was ready. I asked him about the rebate, and if I should worry about it expiring, he said I'd be fine, and that it didn't expire until the 31st. That was it. Quite an interesting shop. Uh, An outstanding salesperson, Paul Sewell. Uh, I I think Paul will probably hear this show because he can go to the podcast, go to EarlOnCars.com and listen to the podcast. He can even do the YouTube. Watch the YouTube. Paul, congratulations. We'd love to talk to you at Earl Stewart Toyota. I said I hope he goes to our employment application website. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. We need honest people like you in in this business. And uh, I'm even going to say the same thing for West Palm Beach Kia. 
under the new ownership of Terry Taylor, I'd like to see integrity and honesty and transparency continue. Uh, part of that will be to uh, try to deal honestly in spite of the Costco auto buying program. But everything you did was above board. It was by the rules that somebody set that should not have been set. That was the uh, Costco auto buying program. Uh, we have copies of all the documentation here. We have the Costco buying program sheet. Uh, we have the dealer addendum sheet uh, with the uh, extra worthless products added for a total of $1,095. Uh, uh, one of the best shopping reports I've seen, mo most thorough, we got all the information and documentation. Uh, we even all, we even have a, a price from Beth Smith Kia because we did some true car shopping uh, and other shopping to find out if, in fact, the Costco price was as good a price as it should have been. And I believe the answer was you could have bought the car from West, from Beth Smith Kia uh, for less money. Yeah, the, well, the average true car price was higher than West Palm Kia's Costco price by about 500 bucks, mm -hmm. but the lowest true car price was Beth Smith Kia, and yes. it was quite, it was over, it was $1,000 less. Yes. And it included all their fees. Yes. So, uh, we come to the conclusion here that the Costco auto buying program here needs to be revamped. Uh, we come to the conclusion that when you're using TrueCar or Costco, you still need to get competitive prices. You just heard Stu say that there were three TrueCar prices we got, and Best Smith Kia had the lowest TrueCar price. By by $1,100. By $1,100. Now, with that, that said, Best Smith Kia is one of our most unscrupulous <laughs> dealers. Only go there through TrueCar. <laughs> <laughs> and if you go through the TrueCar, they will probably still try to take advantage of it. That's true. That doesn't mean anything. <laughs> yeah. They're showing you that. So if you're going to use a true car price, you need to have it printed out. The good thing about true cars, I said earlier, is they make the they try to make the dealer. They, the rules are the dealer cannot add dealer fees or dealer installed accessories to the true car price. So print the true car price off, off your PC or your smartphone. Take the printed copy out or have it on your smartphone when you walk into Best with Kia and say, this is the true car price. Will you sell me the car for that price? If they say no, ask to speak to a manager, ask to speak to the true car representative. And if they still won't, then you get on the phone and you call True Car on their toll-free number and you say Beth Mosquia is not adhering to the program. And they will force True Car, they will force Beth Mosquia to adhere to or, the program. Or ask for Frank. Or, yeah, exactly. Ask for Frank Gonzalez, who is a general manager, and yeah. tell him Earl sent you. He's a nice guy. He's a nice guy. <laughs> really nice. He is a nice guy. Frank Gonzalez, who is the part owner and the general manager of Beth Smith Kia and Beth Smith Toyota, I might add. So there you have it. Uh, we, I mean, this is almost like a uh, academic. We have to do a, a score here, and uh, we need to score the salesperson, and we need to score West Palm Beach Kia. So, Stu, you want to go first? Well, I think it, uh, it's obvious. Paul gets an A+. Plus. Um, I want to give uh, West Palm Kia a B, a B, and the Costco Auto Buy-In Program, Nancy's pantomiming F. <laughs> so they get an F in this case. So. Okay, Nancy, you're next. I agree with Stu. Uh, Paul was just uh, fantastic. I love Paul. Uh, that's all I have to say. Rick? I'm actually going to change it a little bit. I'm going to give Kia an A minus because I think West Palm Kia followed the rules that were set for them. They I don't see where they did anything deceptive or wrong. Mm -hmm. Granted, their addendum was a little high pricey, 
But uh, like you have said in the past, you know, if we fail everybody, you yeah. know, we're can't buy a car. We're kind of part of the problem at that point. We need to be showing people, you know, giving them the truth, but at least giving them some recommendations and saying, if you want a Kia, yeah, I, I would go to West Palm Kia and I would ask for Paul Sewell and say, hey, you know, I, I want to work with you because I think you're an honest person. Exactly. Well, he, Paul Sewell might not be working there because I'm going to try to hire Paul Sewell because exactly. he did such a great job, <laughs> and that is a that is a, a great job, Paul. Congratulations. Um, I want you, I want Rick Borg, who is the executive vice president of the Affinity Development Group. I'm going to send him a copy of the shopping report to prove some of my points. I'm also going to send um, Mark Dergarbidian. That's a mouthful, Mark Dergarbidian who is the uh, Executive Vice President of Marketing for Costco, the real Costco. And the Affinity uh, Development Group is the company in San Diego that Costco hires to administer the Costco auto buying program. I once referred to the Affinity Development Group as the phony Costco, and Rick Borg got offended of that, so we we edited that YouTube and took phony Costco out. And I apologize to Rick Borg. Uh, you are not the phony Costco. You are a separate corporation hired to administer the auto buying program for Costco. So that wraps it up, and we've got uh, West Palm Beach Key on our recommended list. Yep. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, uh, if you've been with us the whole two hours, you've uh, heard us uh, sharing uh Honesty. It's all honest. All the information that we share with you. I want to take a moment to thank you for tuning in to Earl Stewart on Cars right here at the True Oldies channel. And I hope that uh, you will join us next week. Have a great weekend. Right. Oh.